Today we'll be in Ephesians chapter 2. I know some of y'all saying, I thought we was finished with Ephesians. Yeah, we, we were finished with Ephesians, but it's a, uh, a verse in Ephesians that I want to look at today as we coming off of Christmas, uh, talking about gifts, and I just want to, uh, God placed this in my heart, and I just want to bless you with this, this uh, scripture that God has blessed me with um, over the week in studying, and just um, as we come off the the hills of Christmas. I pray that Christmas was good for you all as, as well as for me. It was great. I'm grateful for the time I had with my, my family, my um, daughters and my sons and my wife. We had a great time. It was a little awkward, though. It was a little awkward. Um, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a little awkward. It was awkward. It was it, because we in the house with a mask on. And I had a friend say, oh, you ain't, you ain't going to wear that mask. It's just, just going to be about an hour later, and then y'all going to have a mask on. But we, we stayed committed to the mask. We did. We stayed committed to the mask, and we let them eat, and then we ate, and then they had their mask on. Um, you know, sometimes we had some slippage, but um, we just prayed that God was covering us, but we allowed them to come in. We haven't um, had a chance to host our daughters since the pandemic, so we really miss them. We see them all the time because we go... Uh, talk to them. We do FaceTime, and we, we see them that way, and we go to my other daughter's house, and, and we'll stand on a porch, and, and she would come and, and all that stuff, but it was good to have them just close with us where we can put a fist bump up and just show them that we love them, and we had a great, great time, so I pray that your time was awesome as well. Um, it wasn't the traditional Christmas that you have. We didn't have the traditional dinner. We had actually a brunch, and we just ate on that all day. We just ate on that all day, but I'm grateful for the time we had. I pray that your Christmas was blessed as well. So let us look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. We in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. How are you doing, everyone? Iris. Uh, how you doing? Um, we are so grateful for you. Sister Cuddyham, how you doing? Um, Deacon um, Dixon and Sarita and Tamara and, and Jeanette and Jackson, how you doing? Colin, uh, how you doing as well? Thank you all so much for tuning in. Lena and Gretchen as well. And Sister Washington, good morning to you. Uh, little Linda, good morning. How you all doing? And today we had Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ephesians Chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. It says, verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of your works, lest any man should boast, Verse 8 again says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of your works, lest any man should boast. On this morning, I want to talk to you from the topic, God's gift to man. Miss T.T., Sister Archie, and the Parkers, I want to talk to you today. Sister Bennett from Lago, I want to talk to you today from God's gifts to man. God's gift to mankind. 
the Bible, Marvin and Monique, talks about the gifts of God a lot. All throughout the Bible, the Bible talks about the, the different gifts that, that God has given to mankind. And you all may know of some. You all may, may heard of, of the gifts that God has given to man. James chapter 1, verses 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift come from God. Says every, Linda said every from VA, every good and perfect gift come from God. Every gift we receive that is good and perfect, the Bible says it come from God. That's a, that's a gift that God has, has given every man, has, has given man. He said every gift that, that is good and is perfect uh, come from God. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says it like this, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. That, that he says, Shorty, that he says, Tanya, that he says, Sam, that, 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 every, uh, 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 that, uh, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. That God, that God has, has gifted all of us with, with eternal life. That God has extended this gift um, to us, Tasha, Joshua, and they, God has extended this to us, eternal life. This is a gift that God has given to mankind. But also Romans chapter 12, verse 6, it says, Having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Watch this. Watch this, dirt. That, 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 that not only did God give us a, a great, I mean, good and perfect gift, not only did he give us a gift of eternal life, but he also gave us spiritual gifts. Every one of us who accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior has been received a, a spiritual gift, and they're different gifts for everyone. So the Bible talks about gifts a lot. And then if we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 13, it says that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of his labor. Ecclesiastes 3.13 says that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. He said that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of his labor. It is, watch this. It is the gift, it is the gift of God. He says that everything we eat, and I mean all of our labor that brings in everything that we uh, drink and eat from our labor, from how we work and bring in, is a gift from God. It, it, it's a gift that God has given us. And he says that we should rejoice in it. We should enjoy in the gift that God has given us what we eat and drink from our labor. So the Bible has a lot to say about gifts. The Bible has a, a lot to say about gifts, even right here as we find ourselves, as we find ourselves, Sister Kathy, as we find ourselves today in Ephesians chapter 8 and 9, looking at God's gifts to man. Here's another gift that God has given man. He says that here, he says that, that in this gift in, in, in Ephesians, Chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, he says that here's the, the gift that God has given to man. And Paul lays out for us three 
three, three, three uh, 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 things about, about this gift that God has given to man in Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9. He lays out three truths about this gift. He gives us three insights about this gift that God has given man. He says, look, he says in, in, in verse 8, he said that this gift uh, uh, that God has, has given to man is salvation. He said the, 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 the gift that God has given to us is salvation. Look at verse number 8. He says, for by grace you have been saved. He said that this gift that, that God has given us, this, this, this gift, this, this God-given gift that God has given to man is salvation. And salvation here means eternal life. He said that this gift that we have is salvation and this gift is eternal life. He says that God, he says that for by grace you have been saved, watch this, through faith. He says that God has given all man the gift of salvation. That God has given Howard, all man, the gift of salvation. And every one of us, male and female, boy and girl, has been given the gift of salvation, of eternal life. Every one of us has been given eternal life. Every single one of us, Shalene, every single one of us, Reggie, every single one of us, Shalene, has been given eternal life. This is the gift that God has given to man. Look, watch this. John chapter 3 verse 16 says like this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomever, whomever. I like this because this gift is just not given to the rich. This gift is just not given to the white folks. This, this gift is, just, is not just given, Sister Murray, to the black folks. This gift is not just given to the, to the poor or, or to the, the less fortunate. This gift is not just given to the righteous one or the unrighteous. This gift is given to everyone because John 3.16 said, For whomever, this gift of salvation is given to every one of us. Every one of us has been given the gift of salvation. John chapter 3 verse 17 says it like this. For God did not um, send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That the world, the world, world here doesn't mean the cosmos. It means us, the people, God's creative people, the one who were created in the image and his likeness. And every one of us, Joe and Wendy, have a right to salvation. We have been given this gift that Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 is talking about, this gift of salvation, this gift of eternal life. Every one of us has been given this gift. John chapter 12, verse 46 says, I have come as a light into the world that whomever, look at that, whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. Whoever, Sister Gwen, Sister Murray, whoever, whoever, this gift has been given. I'm trying to get you to understand that, that this gift of God has been given to every man, that whomever believe, salvation is open to whomever. It doesn't matter what your lifestyle is. It doesn't matter what sin you is. It doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter what school you go to. It doesn't matter what college you go to. It doesn't matter if your grades are good or not, Miss Darlene. He said that salvation, this gift of God, is salvation and has been given to every man. He said this gift has been given to every man, to whomever. This gift of salvation is given to all. Dale, this gift of salvation is given to all. Sadhitra, this gift is given. What about the liar? This gift is given. 
What about the drunkard, Vanessa, this gift is given? What about the fornicator and adulterer, this gift is given? What about the cheater, this, this gift is given? What about the whoremonger, this, this gift is given? What about the gluttony, this, this, the gluttoner, this gift is given? What about the sinner who is unrighteous and wicked, this gift is given to every single man? I want you to give it that God has given us the gift of salvation, Gretcher, Tucker family. God has given us the gift of salvation. He says that for by grace you have been saved. This gift comes from, from God, and it's the gift of salvation that he had given to every one of us. Every one of us has been given this gift. Every one of us. Every one of us has been given this gift. Every single one of us has the right to salvation. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter, Nikki and Kenneth, where you're from. It doesn't matter what side of the street you grew up on. It doesn't matter what country you live in. It doesn't matter if you live in a single-parent home or a two-parent home. It doesn't matter if you live Beverly in a townhouse or in a single-family home. It doesn't matter if you live in Maryland, Virginia, or you're a Democrat or Republican. It doesn't matter if you're independent. It doesn't matter who you are. Salvation has been given to every single one of us. Stop trying to control who God gives salvation to. Salvation is to every one of us. I know we look at people and say, how can God save them or God can't save them? But you got to understand this gift that God has given us has been given to God and has been given from God to all man. So that this gift that God gives to man is, is salvation. He said this gift that God has given to to mankind is, is salvation. The next thing we see in this text is that the gift that God has given to man cannot be earned. That this gift cannot be earned. Look what it says. It says, for by grace you have been saved. Watch this. Through faith and not of yourself. Watch this. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. you got to understand that this gift that God has given us is salvation, eternal life. And this gift of, that God has given us cannot be earned. This gift, you can't work to obtain this gift. Matter of fact, if you work to obtain something, it's called a wage, not a gift. You, you can't work. To obtain this gift is a, is a lot of uh, believers think they can work to, to, to obtain salvation, to obtain righteousness with God. But we learn right here that this gift cannot be earned. This, this, this gift is, is not a base on your works. You, 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 you can't work, you can't be good enough to, to, to receive this gift. You can't be good enough to be right with God. This, this is not on your works. This is not saying that you, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, once, once you get saved, you still have to work. You still have to show your faith. But guess what? Through works. But like Paul says, works without, I mean, faith without works is dead. He's not saying work to earn your faith. He says that your faith should show you, your works should show your faith in Jesus Christ. So you got to know that you can't earn this, this, this salvation. This salvation, is you, you can't work to get it. 
You, you can't walk enough old people across the streets. You can't, you can't pray enough to get it. You can't dance in a ministry, the dance ministry to get it. You can't preach enough sermons to get it. You, you can't read your Bible enough to get it. You can't check yourself off at church every Sunday to get it. This is something that you, 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 you can't work for. You can't earn this salvation. You can't earn it. He said that, that, that this, is, uh, uh, by, this is by grace uh, it has been given, not of your works. This, 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 this salvation has nothing to do with what you do. You, you, you have no input of, of, of who gets salvation or if you get salvation. You, you, you can't work towards getting your righteousness in God. You, you, you can't work towards uh, uh, gain, growing your, your righteousness in God. God doesn't look at your work and offer this salvation to you. He says, look, that you can't work for it. You can't earn it. You can't earn his salvation. You can't be good enough. You can't cross every T and, and die every I, Candy, to have this salvation. You, 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 you can't work for it. Look what he says. He said that, 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 that is, it, it doesn't come by works. He said, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that's not of yourself. It's a gift of God, not of works. He said that, that you have nothing to do with this, this salvation does not come because of you. You can't be good enough. You can't be right enough. You can't be pretty enough to earn it. You cannot earn it. And because you can't earn it, guess what? You can't boast about it, Tiffany. You can't boast about this gift of salvation, this gift of eternal life that God has given us. Just imagine. We boast now over everything. We boast over our kids. We boast over our job. We boast over our vehicles, our material things. We boast over our houses. We boast, we boast of who we are, the positions we have. We boast about the schools we go to. Just imagine if we had something to do with earning our uh, salvation, how to boast be. Boy, we'd be out of this mind. We, I, I can't imagine the conversations. We'd be putting people down. Hey, hey you ain't got your salvation because you ain't working hard enough. See, I'm here. I'm doing this. I'm doing You know how we get? Ego get in there. We talking down about people, how you ain't saved because you ain't doing nothing for God. You need to do something for God. That's why you don't have salvation. Just imagine. But he said this is not earned. We have nothing to do with this salvation. He says that this gift cannot be earned at all. It's not of our works and not of ourselves. That's why we can't boast. Watch this. But this gift was given to us by grace. Oh, my God. It's given to us by grace right there. Y'all miss y'all shout. You miss your shout because this gift, this of salvation that God has given to every man is given to us by grace. Grace means that God merited favor on us to give us what we don't deserve. See, let me say that again. Grace is God merited favor that he gives to us what we don't deserve. See, 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 you should know what grace is. You, you should have an understanding of what grace is, especially if you're a parent. If you're a parent, you should know. If you're an auntie or uncle or grandparent, you should know what grace is. Because you just coming off Christmas last Friday. You just coming off Christmas. You went out and spent all the money you had to get your kids the gifts that they didn't deserve. Let, let's be real with it. Let's be real with it. Because some of our kids don't even clean up their room. They don't deserve that gift. 
Some of our kids, they, they talk back. They don't deserve a gift. Some of our kids won't even take out the trash. They don't deserve a gift. Some of them, grades are not even good. They don't even deserve a gift. Some of your husbands and your, and your wives don't even deserve a gift the way they've been acting. Some of your parents don't even deserve a gift the, the way they've been acting. Your brothers and sisters don't even deserve a gift the, the way they've been acting. But, but, but God says that he looked past our faults. God looked past our issues. God looked past our ugliness and gave us the gift of salvation by grace. See, because we didn't deserve anything from God, but he looked past our faults just like you did for Christmas and got those gifts anyway. See, the only time we want to give gifts is we're going to give gifts gifts to those who we like. We only going to get gifts to those who deserve a gift. We're going to get gifts to those who give us a gift back. But God don't look like that. God don't think like that. God says, you ain't got nothing to give. Pastor Pew ain't got nothing to give me. You ain't been good. You ain't been right. You don't deserve nothing but hell and death. But I'm going to give you the gift of salvation through grace. He said that this gift you can't earn. You can't work for it. But God has extended grace to you to receive this gift of salvation and this God's salvation comes by grace said so there's a salvation this gift that God has given every man it comes through, through salvation it, uh, this gift of salvation comes through God's grace he extended grace to us his unmerited favor Indra Sister Barrows, he, 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 he extended us this grace. If, that, if you haven't been extended God's grace, say something in the chat. If you have extended God's grace, clap, Sister Cat. If you have extended the grace of God, Mashon, let them know. If you have extended the grace of God, Joshua, let them know that you deserve, that you didn't deserve anything from God, but he gave it to you. Thank God. Lift up your hand and praise God for the grace that he have extended to you because salvation, we can't work for it. Salvation, we, we can't earn it. But guess what? It was because of the grace of God that God has given us this gift of salvation. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, where we find ourselves at. The title is, is God's gift to man. We seen, Sister Hubbard, we seen in verse 8 that God's gift to man is salvation, eternal life. And is open to every man. We've seen in verses uh, 2, I mean in, in chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, that God gifts of salvation. We can't earn it. It was given to us by grace. We can't work for it. It was because of the grace of God, Brian Bailey, that we received this gift of God. I'm so grateful for the grace. I, I'm trying to go to my next point, but I, I just can't leave because I'm just thinking about the grace of God. I'm thinking about how ugly we are and how God looked past our ugliness, how God looked past our fault, Sister April, how God looked past our difficultness, as God looked past our wickedness and has given us grace due salvation because of he loves us and he cares for us. I'm just thinking about the grace that God has extended to us, this gift that God has given us. It cannot be earned. It cannot. It cannot. The wrong. He cannot. This gift is given by God's grace. It's given by God's grace. That's why we can't look at people who are not living right 
and who are unbelievers and say, God, how can you save them? Because it's God's grace the same way God saved them. Uh, you, he can save them because he gave it to us by grace. This salvation has been given to us, sister, gay by grace. It's been given to us by grace. It's the grace of God that we have this gift of salvation. It's the grace of God. So we, law, we saw in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, in God's gift to man, that God's gift to man is salvation. He said, by grace you have been saved. We see in verses 8 and 9 that God gifts to man is salvation, but it cannot be earned. And that's, for by grace you have been saved, not of yourself. But by grace you have been saved through faith, but not of yourself. Not any man or your works, nor any man can boast. But the last thing we see here in this text, well, the last thing we see here in this text is that this gift of God, of salvation, is given by God. Watch this. This, 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 the gift, this gift of God, of salvation, is given by God. Look what it says in the text. It says here that this gift of God is given by God. Watch this. I, it says that it is the gift of God. Look at that in verse number 8C. In verse 8C, it says, well, let's read all eight. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that's not of yourself. Watch this. Here we go. This gift of God comes from God. Watch this. It says that you have not been saved through yourself, and it said it is the gift of God. Said that this, this gift of salvation comes from God. Now I am I am appalled that I have to say this. I'm appalled that I had to bring this out of the text that, to tell you that this gift that we 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 receive of salvation comes from God. But I, I'm not ignorant to know that there are some people that believe that you can obtain salvation from other places. There, there, there are some people that, that believe that that is salvation outside of God. There, there are some who, who still believe that God is not the way. There's some people that believe that, 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 that salvation can be obtained through, through some other uh, deity. And, and, and I got to uh, reveal this because the text talks about this. The text lets us know that this gift that God has given man of, which is salvation, comes only from God. Why, why, look at this, look at this. It says that it is the gift of God. It is, it's, it is, it is by nothing else. This, this gift of salvation, this gift of, of eternal life, comes through no other deity. No, no other deity had the power or the love to, to, to provide salvation for man. This, this, this gift can't come of, of works, like I said earlier. This gift can't come outside of God. Jesus said himself in John chapter 14. John chapter 14, 6, Jesus said that I am the, that, um, said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
Jesus give his own testimony that this salvation only comes through God. And it comes through God. you got to go through Jesus Christ to receive it. Outside of Jesus Christ, there's no salvation. There's no salvation nowhere else. And scripture continues to say that. John chapter 10 verse 28 says, I give them eternal life and they should never perish. God says, I give you eternal life. Eternal life comes from God and nothing else. And then you got 1 John chapter 5, 11 that says, this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and the life is in his son. There's no other way, Cherie, no other way, Donnell, that you can have this gift of salvation, that you can have eternal life outside of Jesus. Stop trying to get salvation outside of Jesus. You can't get it no other way. Jesus says, I am the door. I am the gatekeeper. I am the bread of life, Bonnie. Salvation only comes through God. It don't come through, it only comes through God. It don't come through Muhammad. It don't come through Confucius. It don't come through Scientologists. It don't come through John Smith. It don't come through all those other religions, them false religion. It comes from God. It don't come from the watchtower. It comes from God. Salvation only comes from God. You cannot have eternal life outside of God. And there's too many people teaching that there's many ways you can get to God. No, it's one way. And that way is through Jesus. That gift that God has given you is the gift of salvation. That gift that God has given you, you cannot earn it. It comes by grace, by God's merited favor. And that gift that God has given you is given by God. It's only come through God. That gift of salvation only comes through God. You cannot find eternal life in nothing else but Jesus Christ. I know there are many people preaching that you can get to God this way and you can get to salvation that way. But guess what? The Bible is clear that the only way you can have salvation is you have to place your face injury in Jesus Christ. That's it. He is the only way. He is the only way to come to God. He is the only way. He is the only way. You can't get there on your own. There are some of you that's trying to get to heaven on your own merit. And God says this is not the way. You're going to have to surrender your life through Jesus Christ. And watch this. This gift that God has given every man, it is salvation, eternal life. This gift that God has given every man, which is salvation and eternal life, cannot be earned. You can't work for it. It was given by grace. And this gift that God has given Every man comes from God, but watch this. Although he gave this to every man, you got to receive it. You got to receive it. God has placed this gift in front of you. He has placed this gift in front of you, but you got to receive it. And it's been sitting there for a long time. I close with this. Because of the pandemic I hit, I had two children that had birthdays. My older, our oldest daughter, LaMonica, her birthday was on February the 10th. And be, she didn't come to get her gift. And so her gift just sat there for all those times, all those months, her gift sat there. Now, that, that's, that's not unusual because LaMonica don't live with us. She lives in Baltimore. 
So that's not unusual. You know, the pandemic, we don't want to, you know, we can't, they, you know, at first it was like, okay, you can't get together. They ain't know whether the mask work or anything. So, so she lived in Baltimore. So we say, hey, just stay. Don't, don't bring it over here or whatever. We don't want to bring it to you. So just stay. We good. Okay. So we good. But we got it. It's here. So we, we got the gift. The gift was at our house. And then my son, Colin, had a birthday, April the 14th. He turned 22. So he had a birthday. Now, this is sad because he lived with us. And he did not get his gift until like the other week. Now, this is April. We in December. And he did not get his gift. So both of them got their gift at the same time. From February to April. Now, it's not as bad for LaMonica because she lives in Baltimore. But for Colin, it was, it, that's crazy because he lives in the house with us. And his gift was sitting there the whole time. LaMonica's gift was sitting there the whole time. And it was sitting there for them. We got them the gift. My wife and I went out and we, we purchased the gift online for them for their birthday. That was months ago. But they just received the gift. See, 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 God has put a gift in front of you. But, 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 but the pandemic can't stop the gift. The, 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 the living in your house and forgetting about it can't stop the gift. The gift is in front of you, and all you got to do is receive it. Will, will you receive it? See, see, see they had, although they had the gift and the gift belonged to them, they never received it. They didn't receive it till, till months later. They, they didn't receive the gift that was laying out for them that was already purchased. Watch it. Oh, my God, that's good. That gift was already purchased, already paid for. Mm, mm, mm. That gift that God has set before you is already paid for. The blood of Jesus Christ is paid for. The, the death of Jesus Christ is paid for. The, the life that he lived is paid for. His burial paid for. His resurrection paid for the gift that he has set before you. But will you receive it? See, 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 because the gift is there, but you still got to do something. You still got to receive it. And he says the way we receive it, because he says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. You got to place faith in that gift, that that gift offer eternal life. You have to place faith in Jesus Christ. What is placing faith in Jesus Christ? That means abandon yourself and says that, God, I can't see it, but I may not believe it, but I'm going to trust in it anyway. I'm going to place faith in him that he will give eternal eternal life, that he will bless us with the gift. you got to receive it. You can't use the gift until you receive it. Just like my kids' gift, they were sitting there, and it was already purchased. Guess what? They didn't have to do anything but receive it. And today, will you receive this gift that God has given to every man, the gift of eternal life? Will you receive it? God has his gift set before you. That's his son, Jesus Christ. I don't know where you're at today. But today, whether you're on live feed, on Instagram, Facebook, the website, wherever you're coming from, watch party, whatever you're doing, today I want to extend to you this gift of God, which is eternal life. Will you accept the gift? Because God, has given it to you. It belongs to you. He says that whomever believe will have eternal life. 
God does not discriminate. God knows where you are. He knows what your struggles are. He knows what your proclivities are. He knows what your problems are, and he's still extended to you by grace. But you have to receive it, and will you receive it today? Will you receive it today? When my son and daughter came to the house and got their gift, they fell in love with it. They was, they was so excited about what we gave them, and they can use it now. They can use it now. They can, they can touch it, and they can feel it. And just like me, when, when I accepted the gift that God has given me in salvation in April of 2000, when I accepted salvation, the gift that God has extended to me and my wife, we accepted Christ at the same time. We were so excited. We are excited. We can use it now. We can hold on to it. We know it works. And today I want to extend to you the gift of God, which is salvation, eternal life. Will you accept? Will you accept? You've been trying to do it on your own. You had your faith in your money. You had your faith in your job. You had your faith in people. You had your faith in things. And now everything that you have faith in has collapsed. But one thing about God, he stands the test of times. But will you surrender to him? Tell your story. In the beginning, God created man and woman. Their name was Adam and Eve. God created them in a perfect state. They were so perfect, as a matter of fact, they hung out with God. They were in the Garden of Eden, and they hung out with God. They communicated with God. They talked with God. In the cool of the day, the Bible in Genesis said in the cool of the day, God would come and, 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 and commune with them. And they had a relationship with God. But there was a serpent that came up. And the serpent deceived Eve, which we know now because of Revelation chapter 20 that that serpent was Satan. He deceived Eve to make Eve believe that she can be God, that she don't need God in her life. And when he deceived her, she ate from the fruit of the tree that he told them not to eat of, that God instructed them not to eat of, and Adam ate it as well. And because of that, sin came into the world. Because of that disobedience of Adam and Eve, sin destroyed the world. And because that sin came into Adam and Eve and all of us born of our first, porn, first parents, Adam and Eve, we all were born by them. And because of that, we were imputed the unrighteousness and sin that we deal with now. But God in his, in his infinite wisdom and his manifestation brought forth to us, his son, Jesus Christ, who came in a virgin named Mary, was conceived by the Holy Spirit, by Virgin Mary, gave birth to a son whose name was Emmanuel, which means God was with us. God is with us. In a manger in Bethlehem. That son was God's provisions for you and I to be right with God. That son, Jesus Christ, who was a baby that was born through a virgin, came with no sin. He was 100% man and 100% God at the same time. And he came for one purpose and one purpose alone. And that's to be sacrificed for the sins of the world. And, and because he can be sacrificed for the sins of the world is because he had no sin. His blood was pure and righteous.
Nobody else could do it. In the Old Testament, they used lambs and goats and bulls to be sacrificed on the altar to cover our sins. But that was just a, just a symbol of what was to come. The ultimate lamb, the sacrificial lamb, was the son of God, which is Jesus Christ, who was wrapped up in the flesh. And he came and he died on the cross and shed his blood for you and me. That was the gift. And he did that because of grace and his love for us. That in his death, he died for you and me and shed his blood. Because blood has to be shed to cover sin, to wash away sin. Blood had to be shed. And he shed his blood for you and for me that we may be right with God. That was the gift. But then once they killed him, they thought it was over. They said, okay, we got him out the way. We got, we got him out the way. He's, he's nothing else he can do. But he had already told them that I'm going to die. I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm going to be die. But in three days, you're going to kill, tear this temple down. But in three days, I'm going to raise it back up. They said, how in the world can you build this temple back up? See, they was looking at the physical. But Jesus was looking at the kingdom of God and his own personal body, who is the temple. He said, this is my temple. You will tear it down, but I will raise it back up. And in three days, it said that he resurrected. He rose from the dead with the power of God. And not only did he just raise it from the dead, when he, raised, when he rose from the dead, he rose with all power in his hand, meaning he defeated every single authority that was set, that he defeated the enemy. That he defeated death. That's why Corinthians 1, that's why 1 Corinthians 15 says, Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, Haiti, where's your victory? Luana, he says, Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, oh, Haiti, where's your victory? Jesus defeated death and defeated Satan. And he rose with all authority in his hand, meaning that he had power for everything. That's why the scripture says that every tongue will bow, I mean, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Because he has all authority. And that authority been given to him where he was resurrected. And he ascended to the right hand of the Father. And he sit there. Just so you and I can have this gift that Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 talks about. That Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 talks about. Lenore, that this Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 talks about. He talks about the gift that God has given every man. And that gift is salvation. And today, will you receive that gift? Will you receive it?